There'll be no work done today in Sydney. A million of us are on the move, swarming into the streets like bees in the sun. No. Weird. Australia. FBI 94.5 and just hearing there um, a little part from Kate Carr taken uh, from her album called First Day Back and that was called Text Opera and uh, we're joined now in the studio here on New Weird Australia by Kate Carr herself. How are you doing Kate? 
Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. And um, no, we we actually um, have a little bit of a backstory in the sense that um, that that track we just heard was featured uh, on the last New Weird Australia compilation, New Australia Volume Five. Um, and um, you know, we we liked that so much and, and liked the album that you know we wanted to kind of get in touch. And I say we, but you know, it's me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we in this collection of twenty other people who don't really exist. Um, but yeah, been kind of getting into um, your your work and um, discovering a little bit more about what you're doing. Now, you've been making music for how, how many years now? About three or four years? Or? Yeah, yeah, not too long. Three or four, yeah. And what sort of inspired you to get into this particular field of endeavour, um, you know, than, than, than any other, than picking up a, a guitar, for example? Yeah, well, I actually did um, a master's at UTS, um, right. which was just sort of a broad cultural studies thing. But as part of it, um, we looked at experimental sound, um, and as part of that glitch so that was really my my way in and right. um, hearing a bit of oval and uh, branching out from there so it wasn't actually that long ago really when you think about mm. it to to come from not a very experimental background not even that much of a musical background yeah um, to yeah stumble across oval and I just loved it and I uh, listened to a bit of the mill plateau stuff after yeah, right. that and yeah just really got into it lots of clicks and lots of cuts yeah exactly. um but so i mean was it was it the fact that i mean i know for a lot of people who make um not that you make noise as such but who make noise or who make drone um it is that sense about saying um you know it's a different kind of musicality you know i don't have to necessarily go and have to learn how to play chords and learn how to do structures and sequences i can create something that's still musical but it's um I, I can do it in, in a way that's much more seemingly much more creative was that the sort of ex it's ex seems, seems like a common experience is was that similar um yeah well i grew up like when i was a teen loving sort of techno and, and rave music and wanted to um no, not necessarily DJ it, but I, re I would have liked to have made it. And, yeah. and But I didn't have uh, a lot of musical background, so I just sort of let it go and I kind of got more into visual arts for a while there. But it seemed like a good way in for me mm. just because it was so free and, uh, and just cast the dice, so to speak. And mm. so from there, I, I mean, in some ways I've kind of gone the opposite route because experimenting through the last few years um i've probably started playing a little bit more mm. like more traditional kind of riffs or melodies um in into some of my stuff yeah i guess that's you know i think once you've uh, got things down on paper if you like and got some releases under your belt you kind of want to expand your kind of field of knowledge i guess or, or the things that you can draw on you know? yeah definitely <clears throat> yeah no that was sure well look let's uh, let's have a longer chat in a second but um we're going to hear something uh from from you now uh, live in the studio. Yeah, yeah uh, this is a track that I made for a project I think we maybe will have a little bit of a chat about uh, later on called um, Listen to the Weather, which is uh, it's, it's sort of a sound, uh, ex environmental sound project that is for a festival in New York later this year. So this is called Watermark. Great, thanks. Thank you. 
Kate Carr on New Weird Australia here on FBI and uh, a track from her taken uh, from a project uh, called uh, Ear, well, part of the Ear to the Earth Festival um, and uh, performed live in the studio. Um, tell us about the project then, Kate, um, that uh, this, uh, this sound piece that you've been developing there. Um, it sounds like a pretty interesting project. I mean, it's, um, uh, well, tell us. Uh, well, the Ear to the Earth Festival is uh, annual uh, sound environmental sound festival um, in New York. I think this is the fifth one. Um, and so I approached them to do this internet project called um, Listen to the Weather, um, which is basically um, sort of month by month, but a, a daily um, portrait um, produced by sound artists a- across the world um, of... They take. Uh, they start with statistics um, of rainfall, um, wind speed, max and min temperatures, and, and that sort of thing. Um, and then it's really up to them how they feed it into their sound piece. Some people, there's about nine um, tracks I've had so far. Right. Uh, they feed it into like either filter filter values or that track. Just then, um, they're just triangle um, straight tones with the with the data from I think it's March. 24th um, in Sydney. So how uh, does how how does it correlate then? How do you relate that data to to the tones as such? What's the uh... well? It's just a straight. So if it was 23 degrees, it's like 23 megahertz or whatever it is, ah, right. um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's also um, each person picks uh, a song that relates to weather and takes a sample um, of it because the Ear to the Earth has chosen the theme water this year. Um, and because they're a harbour city like us um, yeah. as well, uh, I thought it was, uh, you know, it was pretty apt to, to start in Sydney. So I've got about a couple of um, sound artists in New York um, and ones here who have agreed to just kick the process off. And from there, um, it's just sort of spiralled. So I've got about, I don't know, 15 people so far who've Fantastic. submitted onto the site. And um, what sort of uh, results have you had from uh, from the other contributors so far? Have you been... Uh inspired by them I I've, guess. I've actually had some really interesting ones um, this uh, sound artist called Darren McClure who's uh, an English guy but lives in Japan at the moment I think uh, I believe with his wife actually and he uh, started with his um, st- uh, stats for Masamoto I think and right. uh, times them by um, the length of his hose, um, <laughs> the how much water his jug would take in the fridge, um, and that sort of thing, and also, and, and he chose a track that was um, inspired by uh, or referenced water sprinklers. That right. um, it was it's a Japanese track, and um, and I thought that was really great, and also just um, the difference as well between water sprinklers over there mm. um, compared to to here, where you know they've been banned for a long time you're not even allowed to use them so it was sort of mm. underlying you know the, the 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 difference in the effects of of climate change mm. throughout the world and i guess it's only in this kind of experimental terrain that you can get away with writing a kind of ode to a water sprinkler you know, yeah. <laughs> and, kind of, and to actually kind of uh intellectualize it in a way that actually sounds completely normal <laughs> you know because it does it sounds you know listening to it thinking yep that sounds great that sounds really intriguing um and um so i mean t- taking it from there i mean what um what, what sample did you use in that track would we, would um we i did that track's called watermark and i used um a sample from enya actually uh, ah, from right. her track watermark yeah, right. yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know, I, I, probably another interesting one is um uh, Justin Hardison, who releases under My Fun, um, 
uh, and he his label's called The Land Of, a pretty good label. Um, he did Bridge Over Troubled Waters, and he um, called his track Troubled Waters, which mm. I thought was was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Now, um, so so what's the end point? I mean, obviously, I mean you can you can go to to the website and and have a listen to the stuff. Um, uh, is will there be any kind of formal presentation as such? I mean, how how will it how will it roll out as such from here? Well, there, the people who are curating it is uh, Joel Chatterbay and Suzanne Frost, I think. Um, uh, they're sorting it out now, so mm. I'm not sure um, exactly what who they're going to choose to present or blah 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 but i mean i think yoko ono um headlined it last year so i don't think right. i'll be uh, <laughs> leaping up uh, giving a concert but um uh, what i hope to do is just uh that they, they've got like a big web presence and yeah. um so they will hopefully potentially feature it on on their sites um throughout the it's in october so i think it's just a two or three day festival okay. um throughout that time but i was uh, thinking actually because uh, you know i've had quite a good response so far that I, at the end i'd like to put out you know a sort of best of listen to the mm. weather compilation sure um sure. yeah it should be pretty cool now what's the uh, url if you want to go and have a listen to oh yeah i'm just gonna now. plug that uh, yeah, yeah. it's uh just listen to the weather one word dot com Okay. Um, now, um, listen to the weather.com. There you go. Now, are, are you primed to give us something additional? Or should we? Shall I, shall I, tell you what, I'll let you relax um, for six and a half minutes and uh, we'll take a track uh, from your CD uh, called First Day Back um, that came out uh, on the German label Retina Scan. And uh, this one is called Monday Night Far From Over. Um, and then maybe after that, we'll, we'll hear another track from Kate. Yep, no worries. Thanks. Right.
don't you take uh, your glasses off so we can see you? And then apologise mm. to your neighbours for frightening no, them. No, 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 no. I'll leave these on. No, I like them. No, weird. Australia.
we'll be listening live in the studio to Kate Carr uh, performing for us and that followed uh, from a track from her CD uh, her most recent CD called First Day Back and we heard the track Monday Night Far From Over uh, Kate that track uh, we just heard there what's what's that one called? Uh, that's that's unreleased track um, it's called um, From oh. These Dreams About I won't, I won't pressure you for, for a title <laughs> <laughs> there. So I had a, yeah, a little yes. bit of a brain fade for a second <laughs> um, and tell us the genesis about that one where's that one coming from? Um, well, it was actually following on from my um, Enya sample because um, from these dreams about is it, it, I know it's incredibly daggy this Enya bent I've been going on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it from these dreams about is a lyric from um, one of her one of her songs and I kind of I, I quite like the idea of you know the way different people use pop music in their lives and um, mm. and a lot of my work kind of references that with maybe just a small sample mm. and uh, and just you know, one lyric as the title, um, just in the way we sort of bastardise, uh, in a lot of ways, the intent of, of songs to suit mm. our own Sorry. emotional landscapes at the time. Mm. So it's mm. sort of a bit along those lines. And I guess it also acknowledges the fact that, you know, um, it seemed to be, I don't know whether, whether it was just a period in my life or whether it was a period generally where, you know, it was it was very, uh, very uncool to say that you liked any form of pop you know, popular music, anything that was selling a lot of records, it was uncool to like. But then maybe over the last kind of five years or so, um, you know, certainly, um, you know, this it's now you can be very blasé about saying, you know, I like a little bit of Beyonce or a bit of, you know, Lady Gaga in your life and it seems to be okay. I don't know, maybe it's not okay. <laughs> maybe it's really uncool, but it seems to be generally from people I talk to, it's okay. It's okay to admit it, you know. Do you think in the in the sound, in the sound art scene as well? Because I always think it's probably something... Um, in my work that I'm more I'm a little bit out on a limb on my kind of um, embrace of of pop cultural references and and samples but I mean I think obviously people would like that but whether they would bring that into their Mm. um, sound out practice I'm not sure I'd like to hear a bit more of that be brought in yeah know? me too be, I, mean, I think it's cool you know because yeah. certainly you know there are artists who are maybe producing more stuff um out the slightly more towards i don't know maybe a kind of more break core or chip tune or, or even noise stuff that does pull and reference uh, pop music mm. um and you know completely screws with it and turns it into something often on not totally unrecognisable, um, but uh, but definitely plays within that sense and still in an art context. Yeah, you know, yep. with, without just being a, a gag or a laugh, you know. Um, so um, so tell us a little bit. Now we we heard also a track, obviously from uh, from first day back, um, and um, I mean, is that your is that your debut full length? Is that would you call it? Ah, uh, yeah, no, it yeah. definitely is. Yep. Yeah. Um, and um, how, how did that one come about? Is because it's through a German label. So how did you end up? Um, yeah, well, being signed to somewhere in Germany. I've worked full time for about four years in um, kind of boring jobs. So I've spent like, <laughs> loads of time on the net. Uh, so I've, I've made like, um, you know, not like, I wouldn't say friends, but just contacts with um, with lots of people um, from different countries and just sent swapped music or um, sent stuff over. And, and actually that um, label does a lot of chip style releases. Mm. Yeah, right. um, and the guy who does it, Burkhard Curlin, is... Um, very eclectic in his in his tastes and and what he releases and I just um, sent him a link to my MySpace and he loved it so he was like oh well send us some more and and that was the result. Great. Um, now is it, am, am I right in saying that there's a feels like there's sort of a 
conceptual theme throughout it. I mean, certainly the tracks don't stop and start. I mean, it's it's, it's quite continuous all the way through. Well, that was um, Burke. I'd wanted to do it that way, actually. Um, he thought it worked really well as a, um, uh, as a flowing mm. kind of release. And also, I guess, with the name as well, sort of like a, a single, a single uh, day um, type thing. It was actually... Um, a bit in spite of coming back from from overseas and just that sense of um, you know jet lag and disjuncture and a little bit surreal uh, mm. and then having to go back to the office. <laughs> yeah. So uh, probably yeah. Yeah, if it, yeah. That, if it has a conceptual theme, it, it would be that. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Um, okay. Now, uh, so what's next for? I mean, obviously you've been working on the um, Listen to the Weather project. Um, what, what do you know? What's next beyond that in terms of uh, where where you might be heading and what you've learned from making the album and learned from this project and in terms of what follows? Um, well, I want to do. I'm working on getting uh, an EP together. Um, hopefully to be released over the next six months or so. Um, but it's pretty in its formative stages. Um, I, I keep tossing up different names. I, was, uh, I think I'm going to call it Tomorrow Will Be Gone, I decided uh, today, nice. uh, which is from that um, Covenant track, Call the Ships to Port, which I've decided I'm in love with um, lately. Um, but I'd, I'll probably do a shorter release this time, um, mm. maybe just yeah six tracks or, or something like that. So I've got about uh, four done and two mm. um, that are in train and the one that I just played from these dreams of boat will is in some form will hopefully appear on that EP. Cool. Okay. Um, and you also um, played live quite recently, um, so we missed that opportunity um, at uh, Red Rattler in Sydney. You get any more live shows uh, planned? Anything like that planned? It's there? good that you've reminded me of this because I <laughs> swore that I would do a plug for. Cool. Um, there's a clan analog gig on Indeed. on uh, June the twelfth at the Red Rattler as well. Um, so I'm playing at that. I believe it starts at cool. five. Um, it's a big bill. Well, they've got a lot to get through. It's a huge bill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is so clan analog who essentially um, have uh, pulled together a sort of retrospective, um, which is exquisitely packaged. I have to say, and also not only includes. Um, a great deal of music but there's also DVDs on there with um, I think there's a concert footage and there's the movie that was made well the movie the documentary was made a couple of years ago and all the clips it is the definitive history of, of um, you know probably one of Australia's most well-known electronic labels um, so it must be you must be stoked to be part of that particular bill uh, yeah well no I definitely um, am, am stoked I mean, it's the second um, they've done a bandwidth um, before with Adrian from Telefonica um, put, uh, tries coordinates those mm. and um, yeah but I mean it's great timing coming out on the back of that um, that clan analog release which I actually haven't seen yet but um, I can't wait ah. to, to get my hands on it we'll show you one in the library on your, <laughs> on your way out you can touch um, alright well that, that was a beautiful segue actually because the next track I wanted to play um, to um, salute you off into the night is actually the track um, that came out on 442 which is Adrian from Telefonica's label um, as one of their singles of the month um, uh, in 2008 yeah that's yep, right the and Beecroft Blues yes yep. <laughs> uh, tell us quickly about that one before we listen to it uh, well I was uh, living in in Beecroft staying with a friend for um, a couple of months because I was between between houses uh, and the I was lucky enough to to be offered this place for for very cheap, but I hadn't lived outside of very uh, urban uh, Sydney for mm. a very long time, and it was a huge shock. So I I spent my time 
twiddling away, away in the in the bedroom of this. It seemed to me semi-rural. Like I swear, I walked around just aghast for a while, yeah. um, and I mean, I wasn't too depressed or whatever. But um, yeah, the, uh, that's where the title came from, and it's pretty kind of droney. So. <laughs> cool. That's why I like it. All right. Now, um, if you want to find out more about Kate, um, head over to newweirdaustralia dot com. Um, head to our artist section. You'll find a page on there and, and a link to her website. Thanks very much, Kate. Thank you for Thanks coming in tonight. And uh, this is uh, our final track from uh, Kate, um, called "The Beecroft Blues," Part One.
weird. They didn't want to tell anyone yet, because this object was too weird to be believed. It was in the wrong place. No. Weird. Australia.